Welcome to Conversations with Healers, a podcast and video interview series that features intimate, soulful, and cozy conversations with self-healers and healers. Healer to healer, we dive into all aspects of self-healing and healing and being and becoming a healer. I am Damla Aktekin. I am a healer and the host of this podcast, and I can't wait for you to listen to this conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Conversations with Healers. Today, I'm excited to share... um, my conversation with Cara Breeze. So welcome, Cara. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to be here, Damla. Yes, yes, my pleasure. So uh, tell us about what you do. I know you do some amazing healing work and um, tell us a little bit about your healing journey as well. Sure. Um, my goodness, it's, it's so hard to, to summarize. Uh, it's a big question. Um, but um, essentially, my healing journey has been one of really a, you know, a, a very deep inner awakening. Um, I was leading a, a very fulfilling life on one hand, really my identity was very much fulfilled, um, but on a, there was a much deeper part of me that was calling forth uh, to really realize my truth and to express myself in a different way. And uh, little had I known that I was really, there was a lot of resistance in opening up to that, that deepest part of myself. And um, so I started on this incredible journey and I'm so very grateful for how things have unfolded because I can't even imagine um, not having connected uh, with these truths for myself. Um, and really what I do now is I help people connect with those truths and um, and peel away the layers that are blocking them from that true essence that's that's really desiring to come out. I mean, dying dying to come out in people. Um, and so I have such. I feel like I have the best job in the world, and that I am really simply holding the space for people energetically, so that they can touch these parts of themselves that have are so buried, um, you know, beneath conditioning, um, beneath old belief systems, family lineage, soul history, et cetera. And um, the way that I do that is by teaching people how to uh, really, believe believe it or not, connect with, um, communicate with nature, Um, connect with nature, um, because spirit is, uh, spirit is nature embodied in form. And so what I've found is that it's an incredible way, an incredible tool for people to learn because they can actually see these subtle energies um, in physical form and start that uh, awakening process through, uh, through those tools, if that makes sense. Yes. Yes. So much good stuff there. Um, one thing I want to dive into is, and this is before we started our conversation, um, 
you sent me some notes and one of them said, um, if something has been telling you there's more to life, trust it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. tell me about that. And it's, it goes with some of what you, you are telling me right now. So what is it, how do you hear that thing that's telling you that there's more? It's such a good question. And, you know, there's this intelligence that's literally thriving, throbbing around us at all times. This incredible intelligence that's always trying to speak to us. And um, I feel like over time when we're ready, and only when we're ready, will we start to hear those, those little pushes, those little nudges from our soul, um, our soul, spirit, uh, there's so many different ways to refer to it. And when I was um, really, really stuck kind of in my personality and in my identity, um, I was very driven by safety and security um, and kind of doing the right thing. Not that those are bad things at all, um, but what I found is that there was a deeper part of me that, not to be corny, but that truly believed in magic that truly believed that there was so much more, um, so much more creativity, um, so much more life, so much more vibrancy um, behind all of these, I kind of, all of this structure, all of these walls that I was living within. And, um, and it, it was an interesting process for me um, because of the, the layers of, of structure that I was under. Um, so it was, it was challenging for me to kind of start to, to believe in those truths. And it was, it was a, um, an unveiling that I really took slowly, um, step by step with great discernment. And if you would have told me 15 years ago that I would be sitting here talking with you about nature <laughs> communication and land healing, I would have said you were, com you had completely lost it. Um, because at the time I was, a, I was in the corporate world, a market research professional. I was all about statistics. You know, it was a very concrete mental world for me. Um, and I understood it. I could navigate it. I could, I, it felt very safe there. Um, and, but step by step, uh, what ended up happening for me is I enrolled in, um, well, first I went to see a naturopathic doctor uh, who really helped me tap into the source of my um, anxiety. Um, and really what that was is that I was extremely sensitive to my environment, extremely sensitive to energies, um, but I didn't understand them. Um, I thought of my sensitivity as a weakness as opposed to uh, this, really the superpower that it is for people. Um, and she recommended that I enroll in a Reiki class, um, which I did. And I, I jokingly refer to Reiki as the kind of the gateway drug to this work. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it really just, you know, it, it flew open the doors for me to really feel like myself for the first time. Um, because my soul very naturally is designed to live in this subtle world um, of energy. And um, that was my very, my very first step. And so bit by bit, I don't know how, how detailed uh, you'd like me to, to go into it, 
Um, but bit by bit, I said yes to these different experiences of kind of exploring this more subtle realm of energy and started to slowly bring the pieces, you know, back to my, re reclaim those aspects of myself, open to those aspects of myself again. Okay. So what I'm hearing you say is you heard the call <laughs> or you realized that there was this magical voice inside of you, um, perhaps consciously, perhaps unconsciously telling you that there's more goodness to be experienced. And then you went into this unpeeling of layers. I think I want to come to like, how did that lead you to then to nature and land communication and how does it fit into peeling off the layers? It's a great question. And I, I realize now I didn't, I didn't really succinctly answer, answer your question about that nudge. And really it's just that deep belief, that deep knowing that there has to be more to life. That was the nudge, the nudge for me ultimately is that, I knew that life had to be richer than it was because I felt like I was just dead inside. And I started to finally listen to that voice and seek opportunities to start to explore that. Um, so that's a much more succinct way of answering your question, your first question. Um, the nature piece, I've, I've always been very connected to nature. Um, as a child, I would actually go on picnics uh, by myself out into nature and set up every time there was a rainstorm, I would actually set up kind of an umbrella tent outside um, and uh, or be or sit in the car and just listen to nature. So it's always been home to me. Um, what ended up happening after my Reiki training is I, um, I enrolled in a metaphysical uh, university down in uh, Georgia, uh, which then led to about a, a two and a half year journey of flying back and forth between New Hampshire and Georgia to complete my metaphysics degree. And um, during that time frame, I was introduced to a dowser, um, a land dowser, and I, I participated in her weekend workshop. And that is when I was really started to be able to ground those subtle energies um, to, to witness a physical outcome as a result of those subtle energies. So when you're, when you're dousing a, a property, you're using dousing rods. It's, you know, it's the, the dousing rods that sometimes you see with what's referred to as water witching. Um, that's an L shaped bracket. Um, and you learn how to use those as an extension of your own body to, to read subtle energies. So I had gone from very, very sensitive to energies and, you know, starting to work in that realm uh, to metaphysics, which I was, you know, out there, you know, with the white brotherhood and the, <laughs> um, you know, the angelic realm and really starting to explore these higher realms but I still hadn't uh, been able to really see physical evidence of those subtle energies um, in physical reality. Um, you know, I was seeing the changes within myself in terms of how my emotional body was feeling, how those shifts were happening for myself and, and some early clients. 
But when I was introduced to the art of dowsing and land healing, I was actually able to see those subtle energies commuting, um, communicating through a physical tool. So to me, that was really exciting because I started to really co-create with the property. Um, I was able to, you know, use those dowsing rods to not only uh, see what the energy story of that property was, um, but then to be able to get concrete yes, no answers in terms of that property, um, the, the existence of, of naturally occurring earth energy lines on that property, and then and to see exactly where they originated from. You know, these rods literally point and tell you exactly where to go on the property. Um, so it really opened up that next level for me of um, really seeing the power of this work um, and, and physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually experiencing the difference between living on a piece of property um, that, had, that had been doused, that had been healed. Um, so it really took me to that next level of awareness um, on my personal journey of really understanding frequency and understanding our incredible interconnectedness with the earth and our incredible interconnectedness um, with all that there is. Yes, I love that on so many levels. Um, and one thing I want to share, share with um, you and everyone else is that um, I'm really big on earthing definitely touching the earth with your bare feet or grounding shoes, using earthing shoes. Um, and last week, actually, I was able to go to the beach um, and touch my feet on the ground. And it, it sort of occurred to me, um, and I want to bring that up because it's very much in line with what you're describing right now. Um, you are describing this process of sensing into the earth with your tools or with, with using your natural gift of sensitivity. And then once attending to that, you are, um, what I'm hearing is there are then physical changes in the people. So what I was observing at the beach was that, you know, we always imagine the struggle and yes, the struggle within or the chaos does manifest in different ways. But also the beauty within manifests itself out into the world as well. So when you go somewhere like a beach that you feel deeply connected to or somewhere else on earth um, that's a piece of nature, even your backyard, and you feel deeply connected to it, to me that's a big a physical, huge representation of the places within that exist that carry that intelligence that carry that beauty and frequency so um tell me about connecting those dots between your environment your land and um embodying what the land carries and vice versa <laughs> okay yeah um Thank you for sharing that because I think that really brings it home. It's that what you just shared was such an important piece of the puzzle, which is that at the time I, I didn't really understand what was happening. Um, but really what had occurred for me on my individual, uh, my individual path 
uh, my individual discovery process was I was seeing all of these changes happen and was naturally guided to these different steps. But really, the, the truth is, is that we are 100% designed to be connected to spirit and to be connected to the earth, to nature at all times. We, that is built in, that support is built in, in terms of our design. And what's happened as modern conveniences have come forward, as, you know, rubberized soles on shoes, you know, were developed, we have completely cut ourselves off from this incredible life, life source energy um, that, that is nature and spirit. And what I didn't realize was happening was is that I was reawakening um, connection to my higher guidance, to higher aspects of myself, um, reclaiming those. And then when I was using, learned the land dousing and healing, as I was learning then how to reconnect to Mother Earth and then also bring that spiritual intelligence, bring that light down through my body. Um, some people may you know, be familiar, of course, with the chakra system. And I refer to this as, as the central channel, um, which aligns all of our chakras. And so, you know, gradually bringing all of those energy centers alive and then, and then reconnecting them and starting to actually embody that spiritual energy and be able to ground that light um, in, in land healing. And I want to be sure um, to answer your question. Um, so just to be sure I understand, connect the dots in terms of how, uh, what kind of outcomes we see between a, a piece of property that's um, been- I guess what I'm trying to get to is, um, you know, I, I work with the individual fields. I don't necessarily work with the, you know, the environment or the land. Um, how do you discern, you know, if this is something coming out of you or in you or whether it's something you know originating in the land and then how do you go about um affecting both okay that um, that's a great question and, and and that was the next level in the discovery process which was that as I would work with clients with their land healing I've found that the energies in the land um, the energies of the land and nature communicate through a metaphorical story. And the reason why that's so powerful is, is that um, symbolism, metaphors are so rich and deep in meaning that they um, convey many, many truths across many, many dimensions. And so often what happens is, you know, we think that when we are drawn to a property, um, that it's for aesthetic reasons or, you know, we, we don't really think of <laughs> the magnetism and the incredible intelligence that's happening when we are drawn to a specific piece of property. Um, my belief and what I've seen in my experience is, is that that is very much of energetic vibrational match. It can be an energetic or vibrational match, you know, a, across high and low. And when I say high and low, think of, you know, um, high being joy, love, bliss, peace, harmony, low being anger, separation, um, 
hate. Um, so on that continuum, we literally, we are matched with land, we're matched with, uh, in relationship, um, in this, this incredible depth of intelligence. And that's not to label it as good or bad, but just to really understand that what is happening within us, let's take it a, a step back, and what's happening within us, we are uh, what I refer to as the first family of creation. So each one of us has within us a masculine, a feminine, and a child. Um, we are all male, female, uh, and we also have the child. And whatever relationship, whatever interrelationship is going on within that family, and also uh, we're incredibly complex beings, uh, whatever the soul's history is, whatever the family lineage is, this creates an, an energetic blueprint. And whatever that energetic blueprint in is, is going to be attracted, you know, to, to similar to go into resonance with that similar blueprint. Um, or it's going to bring in things to help us see, uh, to help us recognize really what is operating energetically inside of us. Um, there's something called a theory, uh, a theory of recursion, which sounds completely nerdy. Um, I'm a complete nerd at heart. <laughs> um, but really what it is, is that if you think, if you take a snapshot um, of someone energetically at a point in time, they are going to be creating their life energetically. And um, until something happens uh, to change that energetic blueprint, if it's a major life event, um, if it's a conscious choice, uh, there, are, there are many, you know, different things that can shift someone out of that. But if, if no shift happens, it's like running a macro. We're, di we're going to stay in the same patterns. We're going to attract the same kinds of relationships. We're going to have the same kinds of experiences. Um, and so the land is very much a reflection of the people that came to that property. And that's one of the reasons why I get so excited about the power of land healing, because if you work with the land, you're actually impacting every, you're not only impacting the land, but you're impacting the homes that are on the perimeter of that land. You're impacting every living thing on that property, the people, the plants, the animals, the microbial level of the soil is impacted um, by, the, by the vibrational shift, by the frequency change that happens there. And so it has this amazing, it has such a great impact um, in terms of shifting not only the property, but all living things on the property. Okay. So, which I think you're, we're on the same page. I was going to ask you about one thing you mentioned mm -hmm. and I have in my notes about um, being in flow versus being in contraction. So mm -hmm. talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Being, being in flow versus being in contraction. Um, I'm sure we can all relate to this, which is when it's really a different scientifically it's really a different brainwave it's a different frequency that we're in um but 
I think it's really important in this work to bring it back to how we feel so that we, each person has their own barometer so that they can really determine what's going on with them um, because the, the mind can very quickly get out of control and to try to try to label things. Um, so I'm, I'm feeling as if we should talk about it from a what does it feel like perspective. Um, so if you can imagine the analogy of, of standing in a river um, or having a river running through you. Um, so if you're if you are able to, um, actually we can do a, a super quick exercise for people that are listening, um, is that if, if you close your eyes and you initially picture a, 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 a river running in front of you, so a riverbed in front of you and picture that riverbed and just notice how it shows up. Does it feel as if we are in alignment with it? Does it feel does it does it feel like the current is overwhelming? Um, is are the waters turbulent? Are the waters smooth? Can I, can I answer? Sure. <laughs> can I tell you about my river? My river is sort of this. It's kind of depleted. It's it has very low water. I'm feeling like it needs more more nourishment, more something. So it's, it's, it's steady, it's flowing, but it's like, I could use more. That's what I'm sensing. That's, that's great to share. Um, and, and really, really important because we, we are, you know, when it comes down to it, the, the, the big secret, the big secret behind all of this work is that we are nature and we are spirit and we are the elements um, when I teach people how to connect with this work and, and connect with nature, um, the bottom line is that we're working with the el- we're working with the elements and um, the rebalancing you know of the elements in the body um, is key. So well, there's so much intelligence in those visual those what seemingly excuse me are, are simple visualization processes. Um, so thank you for sharing that. And, and I also feel like it's important to mention for some reason is noticing, you know, is that riverbed perpendicular to you or is it parallel to you? It's um, crossways. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Neither. It's somewhere in between. <laughs> Perfect. So it's a, like at a diagonal. Yes. Yeah. So really what we want to do, and, and we can do this um, through a visualization process, a con- you know, continuing visualization process. Um, again, if, if you close your eyes for another moment and take a nice deep breath in through your nose and a nice big exhale through your mouth, start to feel those waters dripping out of your toes, out of your feet, and start to feel those waters within you actually join that river. And as you breathe in through your nose, picture this river coming down now through the top of your head. And if you're unable to connect with the, the essence of water, ask for spiritual assistance to realign you, to make this correction for you. 
And as you breathe in, just nice and slowly, filling your chest. And when you exhale, exhaling out the mouth and down through the chest, the belly, and down through those legs and let the water come out the feet. And by doing this, what, what you'll notice is you'll notice where the blocks in the body are. Um, you'll, um, if you'd like to share, Dhamma, what you're experiencing in that. I am. <laughs> so, yes, definitely. I can feel it. First of all, it feels very pleasant. And thank you for sharing this practice. And it's uh, as the water, as you were describing the water coming down, I was like, oh, the third chakra, there's some stuff there. It's like almost there are these rocks there that the water is trying to rush through. Second chakra, yes, yes. So, um, but as I, I stayed with it longer, it, it was this very peaceful feeling um, and smoothing over the obstacles too. So thank you. Wonderful. Yeah, and that's just such a great way to check in and see of how we're how we're fighting the natural flow of life um yeah so thank you for participating in that yeah so i love the analogy of picturing that and and that being a container for the flow of life so it's as easy as you close your eyes and you imagine or you you let whatever comes to your mind come in terms of showing you what your flow of life might be like so my next question is, because in, in, this, um, in these interviews, we talk a lot about healing, the different healing methods, but also about self-healing. So let's say that we connected with the, with the river within and we noticed some irregularities, some blocks, whatever. Um, where do we start? Do we start here with the body? Do we start with the field? Do we go to the land? Like where, where would you start? As a starting point, um, it definitely starts within uh, because, it, again, everything originates from this, this first family of creation, as I refer to it. Um, so nature, the, bo the bottom line really is this, nature and spirit are dying to make a connection with us, a deeper connection with us. Um, nature and spirit are literally aspects of you that are waiting to come back online and come back alive. And so with the simple act of you taking the time to go through this visualization process and work with the, the visualization of water coming down from spirit through your body, you are literally starting the process of developing a deeper relationship with those aspects of yourself. And that is what it's all about. It's all about relationship building because, you know, wherever we direct our energy, wherever we direct our time is where we're going to get a result. And we have forgotten about these um, different aspects of ourselves and have gotten extremely cut off from our innate wisdom and our innate power. And, um, these parts of us again are just are just waiting for us to redirect our time and energy to 
rebuild relationship and, and bring them back online. So everyone is capable of healing themselves. And in fact, we are, I mean, I truly believe we're only capable of healing, healing ourselves. Um, I, I don't heal other people. I hold the vibration so that people can connect with those um, higher aspects of themselves um, in terms of a, a one-on-one healing session. So I'm, I'm, I'm aiding in that process. I'm assisting in that process. And it's often helpful to have someone that can kind of see above the clouds of the identity. Um, so it is helpful to work with a healer. But at the end of the day, um, my truest passion is to teach people how to develop a deeper relationship um, with nature and spirit um, so that they can, so that they know themselves. I mean, that's really where the power is. And um, I assure everyone that lis- that's listening here that they are by far uh, the most interesting thing that they will ever, ever learn about in this life. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love the part about how you described nature having this um, deep urge to connect with us and nature wanting to connect with us. And that brings me right back to what you were mentioning at the beginning, which was listening to this inner voice that is urging us and telling us that there is more to life. There's more than just the struggle we might be in day to day on a day to day basis. So it seems to me like that inner voice and the nature um, are are somehow in in collaboration too. Would you say, in a way? <laughs> oh, re, 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 will you repeat that last question? Just the last sentence. So what I was saying is that what you're describing brought me back to the beginning of our conversation where we were talking about the urge um, uh, from our own souls, the urge from within coming up saying there's more to life. And you were just describing uh, nature really, really wants to connect with us. So to me, those two voices, the the voice of your soul and the voice of nature seem to be one and the same almost. Yes, yes. And, and I truly believe that, I mean, there's so many different labels out there. Um, I really see the whole being and, and think of someone as, you know, if you think of a volume knob with um, notches from zero to 100, it's like every, every notch on that, on that dial represents a different frequency that we can tune in, um, a different aspect of ourselves that we can potentially express. And so really, you know, discovering ourselves and, and connecting with spirit and nature and um, our emotional body, our mental body, you know, are all a notch on that, really a notch on that, um, on that volume. Does that answer your question? Well, it wasn't so much a question. It was more of an observation, but yes, I agree with you. (laughs) Great. (laughs) So um, I have, well, two things, and then I think I'm, I'm going to be, I'd love to talk more about everything, but one thing I want to get before we leave from you is that what can we do as self-healers to assist the land that we live on and we live in mm. um, to heal the land? 
Um, and then the second piece of that is I'd love to hear more about Costa Rica. Oh, great. <laughs> um, so in, in terms of building relationship with our land, for people that are completely new to this, um, if you think of your land as another person, um, anything, you know, it, it, this may sound silly, um, but literally talking to your land, um, when you come home, noticing how your property feels, noticing visually what your house looks like, um, noticing what the landscape looks like, um, sending it love from your heart um, and you know, trying to get out of that very mental mind that we get trapped in so often, you know, as opposed to thinking of house projects or, you know, what we desire to, to be different or look different, but really noticing how it feels, um, really noticing what part of the landscape or the house draws your attention most, almost like you're looking at a piece of art. Um, because there's so much there's so there's a wealth of information that 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 land that that consciousness of the land is trying to communicate with you at all times and the truth is is that of course the 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 home the land has its own consciousness but it's also a reflection of your consciousness but because we can view it as a separate entity it's an incredible tool to really understand what we are broadcasting, what we are creating, what we are desiring, and ways to connect with um, these kind of neglected parts of ourselves or kind of these rough parts of ourselves that are looking for attention. Um, so that's why I find that it's such an amazing tool to, to teach people land healing um, because you can go, you can only go within, I mean, my experience was, is that, you know, when you, when you go within, it, it can get a little bit confusing when you're navigating that landscape over, over time as you become more advanced, but the land and, and the home really provide, again, this external view of, of the consciousness that, that you're working with. Um, so again, for people that are new to this, just really noticing how you feel in each room, visually what's drawing your eye, and start to build relationship with that land uh, through sending it love, through um, you know, saying that you desire a deeper connection with it. Imagine that it's another person and how you would build relationship with another person through showing up, um, focusing your, your energy uh, towards that property. I love that. I, I love every, every little piece of it. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. So tell us more about Costa Rica and what it means to you, what you do there. Um, tell us more. Oh, um, so the other thing, uh, there's so much I love about this work. I'm sure I've been saying that over and over again. Um, but um, once you learn how to communicate with these subtle energies, uh, once you learn how to co-create with these subtle energies, the incredible thing is, is that um, it's all energy. So I use the same process to work with land, people, and animals. Um, it's, all, it's all nature. It's all spirit. Um, so again, once you have that, those foundational basics in place, 
um, and you've opened up those pathways within yourself for that communication process, um, you know, <laughs> the world is your oyster. Uh, you can really communicate um, with, with anything. Um, and it's funny, I remember uh, reading a long time ago, and this was really early on in, um, in my process, that you could even communicate with a, with a rock. And I, I thought that that just sounded... Hello. Yes. There's a picture of a crystal behind me. But anyways. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking like a stone stone. <laughs> like, um, they're minerals, right? They're, it's a mineral realm. So in my world, that's a yes. But It is a yes. It's, it's a big <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Um, but it was so early, you know, in my discovery process. And I was, you know, working with granite at the time. And... I remember going and, and communicating with this stone and being absolutely blown away with what it had to show me. It was so beyond what my mental mind could have come up with as an answer. Um, so yes, the mineral kingdom, my gosh, yes. <laughs> uh, it's incredible. Yeah. And um, so m my trip to Costa Rica was an incredibly rich experience because we um, have relationship with an animal, an animal sanctuary down there. Um, it's this incredible, incredible woman um, who rehabs howler monkeys um, and, and other wildlife, but primarily howler monkeys um, that have lost their moms um, and, and adult monkeys that have been wounded. Um, there's a, unfortunately a, a rate of electrocution um, because as there's development encroachment on their habitat of the howler monkeys um, and power lines are installed, the monkeys traverse the power lines and um, many of the power lines are not insulated and so the monkeys get badly burned if they make a connection between the two wires with their physical body and um, the babies ride on the mama's backs and what happens very sadly is when, you know, if a, a mother uh, dies, uh, the baby often will survive and um, is brought to this facility. And um, we were working at this facility, um, you know, nurturing, nurturing these babies and you could communicate with, um, with these animals at such an incredible level um, there was one howler monkey in particular that wouldn't come um, and sit with the group. Um, she was sitting off with herself by herself and I connected with her from afar and she just immediately pushed my energy field right, right back to me. Um, and it was, a, you know, a strong no. And so I just, I kept on grounding light and opening my heart and working with her field and she showed me, um, uh, she eventually, her energy started to, to respond and reach out. And she showed me the story of losing her mom and um, had this incredible emotional release of the rage that she felt around the abandonment and was actually kind of lash, lashing out at this divine mother energy um, be, because of this abandonment. And... Um, the change I, I would love, I, I left the next day, unfortunately. So I, I can't wait to hear if she's starting to uh, reacclimate um, into reintegrate into the group. 
Um, but for days after I returned from Costa Rica, I would feel her energetically, you know, continue to come in and, and, um, and work um, with my field and vice versa. Um, so there's just, I mean, I just, I just feel like the most, the luckiest person on the planet to, to be able to kind of dance and play in these realms um, while helping, you know, while assisting the release of these, these painful energies, not only for people, but for animals um, and land. There's so much energy embedded in our land. You know, if you think back, you know, to wars, um, trauma, you know, all sorts of traumas, um, but the, the land and animals and people, I mean, the emotional, the, the body, the, the, the energetic body will show you the exact story um, that uh, the trauma that occurred. Um, so there's so much intelligence there. There's such an incredible ability now to, to shift those stories, to completely transform them, um, which I just, I find incredibly exciting. That's, that's beautiful. That's actually a lot of what I do is I work with people's feels and go in and hear those stories on earth, um, different connections there. Thank you so much. And I wanted to ask if, um, there's a chance for us and for our listeners to find out more about the sanctuary or perhaps even contribute in some way. Um, so if, if you can share that with me, I'd be happy to share that with them as well. That would be fantastic. And I just got full body chills um, <laughs> when you said that. Um, yes, um, Vicki, the woman that runs it again is incredible. And um, she just works tirelessly um, to help. And so I'll share that website, um, donation website. Yes. Wonderful. So I also wanted to mention that, um, actually, would you like to talk about that? Um, you offer your complimentary intuitive consults that, um, which we are going to share as well in the links, but tell us about that. Definitely. Um, so, um, one thing that um, I'm very passionate about this work is really ensuring that um, people understand it um, because people have to experience this work firsthand um, in order uh, for it to, to be valid to them. And I, and I fully understand that. I stepped so gradually um, into this work um, that, uh, I offer six, I, I offer, it's essentially a one hour free consultation for people um, because I want to be sure to, um, to tap into each individual's field um, and to their higher self and to, first of all, be certain that I, number one, that I can be of, of assistance um, and, and two, to, to offer any healing that I can on that call. Um, I truly believe that the people that I meant to work with, I will work with. There's never any pressure at all to, to work with me. Um, to me, this is kind of part of my, um, um, I, I really like to give back during these calls um, and, um, and offer any insight and healing that I can. Um, and if, if I feel as if I can help someone, I will certainly, you know, be more than happy to share information about what I can provide, but there is absolutely never any pressure to move forward with that work. Um, I, uh, in order to do so, <clears throat> excuse me, Dama is going to share my, um, my uh, 
booking calendar and you just go right to that calendar and uh, select complimentary assessment. And um, what we'll do is we'll just hop on it. We can do a telephone call or a video call, whatever's most convenient. And we just tap in and, and see what your higher self wants to communicate at that time and, and go from there. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for doing that work and thank you for offering that so um, lovingly and gently into the world. So yes, I, <clears throat> I just want to say this was an absolute delight. Thank you so much, Kara. Um, is there anything else you wish to share before we, we sort of wrap up? Just that, you know, again, there's so, mu there's so much magic happening around you at all times and just really encouraging people to listen um, and to take the time to listen to themselves and to, to start to maybe try to peel back some layers. And that, that, that actually the message is just to listen to yourselves, to take time for yourselves and, um, and take it at the pace that's right for you. Yes, I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I want to I thank everyone for listening, for tuning in. So if this spoke to you in some way, please share. And the sharing can be you just tell one friend or maybe you forward it on Facebook or maybe you share it on Instagram, like however, whatever way feels natural and um, authentic to you that, um, that would sort of uh, create a pathway for this creation to travel to wherever it's meant to travel to so <laughs> thank you so much thank you Kara and thank you thank you it was a pleasure to be here and for those of you that watched the video I apologize I'm kind of looking at Damo looking at the camera <laughs> <laughs> That's I, the look right at you. I have a light behind the camera so I'm like Ugh. what's happening <laughs> But um, I think they'll still find the conversation really beautiful and meaningful. So thank you so much. Thank you very much. And thank you for listening, everyone, and, and, uh, and for potentially checking out the Cebu uh, Wildlife Refuge website as well.